Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. They were going bankrupt from all the pedophilia suits that were being charged against them and their priests. No way. And they were strapped for cash. No way. Yeah. Really? Holy fuck. I wear the same uniform every day. I wear these goddamn same polyester shorts. Like, I go to bed in them. I wake up in them. I go oh, for yeah. walks in them. I never wash I, I don't know what value it is to change in different I, clothes. I'm, I'm, like, the only thing I change is my shirt and my underwear, if I remember. Because I wake mm -hmm. up in my underwear, and I don't always remember to take off the polyester shorts that I'm always wearing <laughs> to change the underwear. <laughs> Off comes the shorts, on goes new underwear, on yeah. goes the shorts. Yeah, it's like I'm a goddamn fucking Cartoon Network character, just always wearing the same outfit. Because it's cheaper to animate stuff that way. And uh, yeah. do you know who Michael Brooks is? Sounds familiar. Sounds like a he, white guy name. It does sound like a white guy name. Not going to be confused with... Uh, David Brooks, who's a shitty New York Times columnist. Michael Michael Brooks was a um a YouTuber who had the Michael Brooks show, but he passed away. I think it was on Tuesday or Monday. I can't remember. Uh, he was like only thirty seven years old. It's pretty. It's pretty bummy. The Majority Report. Uh, yeah, he he co-hosted on the Majority Report, but he also had his own show called the Michael Brooks Show. He's okay. like a really cool, just like a cool guy that. Um, always gave people the benefit of it of the doubt and wanted to understand where they're coming from and just advocated for like a like an international uh socialist left movement. You know, he would have people like um Lula da Silva like interviews with like him who was the previous president of Brazil and stuff and just did a lot of good international leftist politics type stuff and actually read books and talked about them as opposed to just doing really cheap, easy punditry, you know, mm -hmm. of the thing of the day. And so it's just really sad that he was, of all the people, that he was the one that passed away. <laughs> yeah, these folks have been making this uh, this content for many a year, and it's only lately. I, I, I feel like it, in order for the algorithm to be broken, it's not necessarily about us re researching or seeking out a certain critical volume of that type of information, mm -hmm. but more so that uh, a lot of people hopefully are seeking out that type of information. So their algorithm that incorporates that random die roll of, Oh, you know, what are the most people going to like? Yeah. It seems like a lot of people are looking up socialist bullshit right now. So here you go. I, like, I, yeah, I yeah. think it's, both it's not one sure. or the other it's i mean yeah. yeah it's one that that's the content that you're viewing and then it's two that there's other people that are also viewing that content and then there's another three and the three is it's the person that's producing that content has been has amassed and produced enough content for a long enough time that they're they're picked up into the formulae because mm -hmm. like yeah i mean like 
for example, like going back to Michael Brookshire, I mean, I'm sure he has hundreds, if not thousands of fucking videos on YouTube, you know, and that's how, you know, people find that kind of stuff is that once you've amassed, you, you know, this is, it's all virtual. It doesn't have any physical mass, but within the fucking object search fucking algorithm by having more content, you've like, you accumulated more of a virtual mass to become findable on the internet, mm-hmm. like a virtual, yeah, yeah. Race. the The volume is there. You make your proverbial dartboard bigger and bigger until yeah. the algorithm happens to nick the outer edge. Exactly, and and that happens upon the right person who tells exactly. a couple of folks and bada 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 bada. You know, you're, exactly, you're off and running. Yeah, which which is where we were not not too terribly long ago, at least yeah. in comparison to what a lot of these folks have been putting in. Uh, sometimes, it, you know, up until you know they're long like, gone. We, yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. There's that. But I mean, and there's I mean, there's um, I mean, I've I've with an algorithms just finally you know crossed paths with content that I think is amazing that you find out that they've been creating stuff for the last 10 years and they've only recently gotten any traction, you know, and you finally find them. You're just like, what? How is this? How has this been around for so long? And I'm just now finding this. Well, it it probably goes to show just how ignorant, uh, and and not, in a non-pejorative way, it's just like yeah. everybody is going to be ignorant to a certain extent. You can't, right. you can't encapsulate all of humanity's uh, consistent information. Right. You know, it's it, there's there's all kinds of things out there in the ether that uh, certainly exist and certainly are proliferating uh, without you being the person in the woods hearing the tree fall. Yeah. Uh, and just because people aren't hearing it doesn't mean it's not legitimate information either. Like this oh, Michael yeah, Brooks absolutely. guy, for example, like he's getting loudspeakered right now, and I think that's all well and good. And you knew about him uh, prior to his death, yeah. Uh, which I'm I'm sure him having that knowledge that you know he had a successful commentary on the minor uh, the majority report and. Mm-hmm. He, the Michael Brooks show is what I'm seeing here. Is, yeah. is that what he was? Yeah, is that what that he was, was doing? That was his own thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he started off just being co-hosting on the Majority Report, and then he made his own thing. And you know, not to toot Michael Brooks' horn, but I liked his show better than the Majority Report. But... <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, good that he did it. He uh, he broke away and did his own thing. Yeah. Um, but it's it's intrinsic, right? Like these guys have this intrinsic motivation uh, to produce content for the sake of, uh, you know, throwing these waves out into the ether in hopes that someone will hear it, not to validate them, but because they believe they have an important message that people need to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I don't I don't necessarily know if that's his motivation. I don't necessarily know if if that's really any person's motivation that goes uh, goes through the great length of time without being uh, noticed by the mass population uh, and recognized and validated for the work that they've put in thus far. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it, sometimes it can be a decade, you know. And and I would 
I'd like to think that there are a whole bunch of folks out there that are putting in decades of time without being recognized on a mass scale for the work that they're doing and that they're still doing it because they recognize that it's important to do. Right. Um, but we have a, we have a culture that's, that makes it increasingly difficult to put in that type of time and effort and, oh, yeah. um, you know, th- that will, that time resource, that all valuable resource yep. that all of us have a very, you know, an, an absolutely limited supply of, yep. um, you know, spending, you know, a little bit more every time without that validation, uh, is, uh. You know, something that we ultimately have to take upon ourselves as a sacrifice that we might not get back. You know, oh, yeah, we we may see no uh, monetary return, right? Mm-hmm. At, at the at the most superficial, uh, you know, based through the confines of the the, the if we put on our cap- capitalist glasses, right? Right. We're like, I have to validate myself by the commoditization of my content. Oh yeah. What amount of money is it ultimately going to make me in order to justify me spending my finite time in doing it? Yeah. At least as working class individuals, you know, we get used to this idea that our time is effectively money. No, it's, well, I mean, it's true. I mean, effectively it is money, right? you know, Mm -hmm. and time that you're not spending acquiring currency, Mm -hmm is time that you're wasting not acquiring currency. Yeah. I'm not doing what what I'm supposed to be doing in order to keep the machine going. Yeah. Or to air quotes, increase your quality of life. Even though I (laughs) don't think most people think that working is a quality of life. (laughs) Yeah. Increasing activity. Yet we have to do this non quality of life, increasing activity and sometimes can be the detriment to our lives in order to increase our quality of life, you got to take your downers with your uppers, I guess. Yeah, I I really don't know. I was talking to um, I was talking to a family member today, and we got off on the subject of uh, of um, the uh, hip uh, hypocrisy and the way in which uh, evangelical conservatism interacts with um, you know capitalist values. Uh, and how prosperity gospel, the prosperity gospel, right? Like the, the, you know, the, if, if there was a Jesus character would just be guffawing at the idea of something like a prosperity gospel. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've got the, the, the woman that gives like the two pennies, a parable of the two pence after all the rich assholes drop Mm -hmm. like the giant loads of money and everyone's like, wow, look at this bitch. All she gave was two little pennies. Yeah. And Jesus was like, yeah, well, she got nothing to give. She gave more than any of you. Go fuck yourself. She's the best. Y'all suck. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, that, that's Jesus in a nutshell. He was all like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor people rock. Rich people suck. Easier yeah. to go fuck a needle with a camel than go to heaven, you rich asshole. <laughs> rotten hell. <laughs> I mean, you, Jesus dude, you is, know your Bible so well, Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, Jesus is based as hell. I mean, Jesus is great. It's just yeah. like what the Christians have done with it, which I mean is also, which is also a Gandhi quote. So I mean, mm-hmm. 
you know i mean yeah, like if, I if all i mean it, like that you it, know like your christians are nothing like jesus like yeah what, what are you doing <laughs> at the same time i mean you had like lots of uh catholic priests in uh, latin america that were like hardcore commies because they believed all that jesus shit so and were like leaders in like the leftist movements down there so i mean if like if christians in the united states were mm-hmm. like that i'd probably still be like a christian but i just can't do it yeah there have been a um a number of Christian anarchist movements that have um, that have have weightedly moved the needle, uh, but here in the modern day are uh, you know United States evangelical Christians are pretty dopey for the most part. You know they yeah. they, they don't really look into their even the roots of their you know the, the history of their ancestors like their fathers' fathers and yeah. so on and so forth. Uh, or just like their 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 general heritage, um, they just munch up bullshit. Uh, yeah, and I, and I think it's a uh, it's part and parcel with uh, this. It, it is hereditary in a way. Like over time, if you have an ill-informed religious public, they'll ultimately lean too far into the idea of authoritarian understanding. And they'll wait for this top-down information to slide out of the podium or, or wherever else they're getting it, and they'll just kind of be like, "Oh, well, you know that that person who is divinely inspired by the gospel is ultimately going to tell me what I need to do with my life. You know, want to make sure that I may get to heaven. Want to make sure I'm being a good person." And then they'll just munch up whatever kind of sludge is is coming out of that microphone or television or radio, what have you. Which is just so dumb, given the historical context of right. supposed to be Protestantism, rebels. which is uh-huh. supposed yeah. to be, air quotes, radical in the sense yeah. that it's a personal relationship or whatever, and that you mm-hmm. don't need the top-down Catholic fucking format. Yet, ironically, uh, a lot of the time, I mean, there's always... always um, exclusions to the whatever the the traditional trends but you mean like i mean obviously like martin luther king was i mean he was protestant mm-hmm. and he was revolutionary in his thoughts and his uh, and the things that he felt and stuff like that but and i mean named after the fucker we were just talking about and literally named after the other <laughs> martin luther that created protestantism how yeah. ironic right but right. then i'm just thinking back to you know communist like priest in Latin America, they're literally revolutionary that still had the hierarchical like theology that is Catholicism, which is like at its very core, the most hierarchy of hierarchies <laughs> mm-hmm. that you could ever imagine. So I don't know. I don't know how any of this fucking shit works. So you could have like a bunch of like, we're free thinkers. We're Protestants. It's a personal well, relationship. It's like, but I'm going to just eat from the trough of whatever bullshit someone else tells me to think. It, just, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's because they're afraid. And I, I mean, what I, what I was ultimately getting at through, through that conversation, uh, I, I was being very critical uh, of those views like hey you know jesus was saying woe to the rich and whatnot like why in the world are you putting up with this shit you should be anti-materialist everybody yeah. should be getting rid of all their material possessions and uh and at the very least like form some type of cooperative in which you're you know leaning on your each other in each other more heavily in a communal sense yeah. um but nonetheless even though the person i was talking to have has had leadership roles within their uh their church community before 
they don't want to rock the boat for fear of being viewed in a particular light. Uh, and, and, and I was right there with them. I was like, I totally understand. Like they'll label you a commie, which is apparently worse than dying, not living up to your existential, uh, um, you know, purpose or whatever, whatever you claim that you're doing by being a Christian person. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't want to be rejected by my community because look they at this fucking commie over poor. here wanting to help the poor. <laughs> yeah, wanting to help the poor, or or like, look at this guy, this commie over here trying to get rid of all his earthly possessions. What the fuck? And like, I can make it yeah. sure that I have a needle. <laughs> and I guess the 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 profound portion of this conversation, they asked me if if I would be willing to preach at the church, <laughs> right? I was thinking, like, at first I was like, hell no, absolutely not. But then the more I got to thinking, I was like, oh, shit, that's an opportunity to, like, mobilize a shit ton of people. Like, yeah, if I yeah. have a if I have a captive audience yeah. and and I can – I mean, I, of course, like, I don't give a Nothing shit what they think about Nothing is more captive than a fucking church. Like, the content yeah. doesn't even have to be good and they'll sit through it. But this is going to be the best fucking content they've ever seen. I, I, was, I was like, Yeah. Of course, like, of course I'd want to do that. Like, put me in touch with the, you know, whatever kind of uh, uh, authority, which I'll get to that in a second. Tell them you're endorsed by a minister, because I'm technically a minister with the Universal Life Church or whatever the fuck. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'll, I definitely will. I'll be like, I'm endorsed by a minister. He's ordained. Yeah, yeah I'm ordained, dude. <laughs> let, me, let me see. I got it right here. Yeah, Universal Life Church. Yeah, I remembered correctly what I'm ordained through. The yeah. Universal Life Church. Yeah, it's, it's got it. Yeah. In, got there's a card, a card in, in his wallet, and it's laminated, so you know it, it's serious. It, exactly, and it's gold and black. You guys love gold, don't you? Yeah, gold's pretty cool. Nice and shiny, representative of power. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, for over two years. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's legit. Yeah, every once in a while you get those fire and brimstone kind of kind of pastors, but I want to be a I want to go up there and just be like, "What the fuck do you think you're doing? You fucking idiots. You have been duped. This is totally backwards. Why do you keep voting for the same dumb candidates? Yeah, it's one of those messages and just go <laughs> off on just go off on. <laughs> Thing it's like, what are you gonna do? You gonna drive me off stage? You gonna drive me off stage? You gonna, hey, let me go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, I don't know. I I kind of have. I, I was given the opportunity to teach a couple of times when I was, um, you know, when I was involved in those communities, and I squandered a lot of them. You know, looking back, I was like, I had the opportunity to influence people. No one should ever take for granted the opportunity to influence others because that is that's something you got to hold in your hand like a little baby bird. You got to yeah. be real careful what you do with that. A lot of people aren't given the opportunity to create that, that frail little baby bird. And in the instance that you do have it, you want to make sure that you develop it into something that's ultimately going to fly into a fully-fledged idea one day. It's yeah. a nice, beautiful bird for the world to see. I don't mm -hmm. know. Uh, it's certainly not just to be like, I'm going to take this baby bird, I'm going to crush it and eat it, bones and all. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I'm gonna stomp on it, crunch it up. No, 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 no. I stomped on a baby bird once. Did you? Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it wasn't flying right. I, I, put, I was. I put out its misery, but uh, it didn't feel good. 
Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, I wasn't a vet. I couldn't help it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta just whack a possum with a crowbar. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. I know. It, it, my my situation was much less bad. It was one crunch and done. It wasn't some fucking beating it <laughs> oh, man. after it got shot in the face. Jesus. You're a monster. I'm nothing like you. <laughs> uh, I lost a piece of my soul that day. No, you're just like me. No, I'm not. <laughs> like each other we kill frail animals <laughs> man uh okay so uh to finish this story up okay uh, this person told me hey yeah you want to do this i'm like uh hesitantly yes uh yeah sure I want, I'd, I'd love to that that sounds great it, it would be an opportunity to mobilize a bunch of folks and uh i was like but wait a second why don't you just do this yourself? Like, why are you asking me to do it? And we started to talk about how the leader in this church, you know, colloquially known as a pastor in, in, yeah. in Baptist respects. Uh, hey, yeah, I know that because I was raised Baptist. Oh, that's right. You know that. Why, why am I telling you that? You already know that kind of shit. I'm preaching to the choir over here. Fuck you. <laughs> uh. He said that he's he's he said things in the past that he didn't agree with, and is fearful of the way in which he would react. In so many words, and I'm sitting here thinking like, what? You've this guy's been the pastor for like a decade now. Mm-hmm. Like, do you believe that he is so solidified as the pastor there that you, someone who's been going to this church for far longer and who has a lineage in this church that includes building? a portion of it like what the fuck do you think you're doing just sitting by and like watching this guy take over this community like leading all these folks astray if that's what you believe that they're truly doing i i I just don't understand like what is the religious community doing like if you (laughs) i mean if you think that you've got like a divine reward or eternal punishment waiting for you if you don't do the right things then why the hell are you going to let this guy go off on some random shit? It just doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't even... I'm I'm constantly filled with existential gr- dread that I have absolutely no purpose whatsoever, that I'm just like a floating ball of dust on a slightly larger ball of dust in the nothingness that is space. And I, I'm like, I mean, the, the only thing that I'm fearing right now is that there's just no point to anything. <laughs> You know, but if you have this, uh, uh, like, like a a literal conviction, why are you going to be afraid of fucking shit? I just don't get it. Can you explain that to me, Jimmy? I I just don't understand. Why why someone would be afraid of recourse in a situation where they think that if they do the right thing, they're going to get like a giant pile of gold. No, well, not a giant pile of go- gold. That they like, they're divinely convicted. Like, if they think that like the creator of the universe is effectively watching them, I, I mean, like literally, if that's literally what they think, right. then why the fuck are they going to be afraid about anything? I uh, 
Like, isn't this just like a massive plot hole in all of this? Yeah, I think it, I think it shows people are full of shit. Yeah, it shows that people are outrightly full of shit. Like, you see something's wrong with the world, you just let it happen, or 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 worse yet, you you prop up systems that perpetuate it happening. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It seems like so counterintuitive. Like yeah. I feel like all Christians should be super left, like super radical left. Yeah, I mean people that take the shit to heart. Uh, referencing Martin Luther King Jr. once again, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they are, you know. And uh, what else we got? We got Cornell West, who also falls in the same tradition. And there's, you know, a handful of other intellectuals that do the same thing. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. And it's not very hard to look at the Bible to find reasons why that should be the case. But um, I don't know. Uh, they, oh, he was uh, born in Tulsa. Which, uh, who? Uh, you, uh, Cornel West. Cornel West? Mm-hmm. That's, uh, yeah. I'm, yep. well, Grandson yeah, of a Baptist minister. I mean, you know, we're both Baptists, so it's probably why he's fucking cool. You know? Yep. <laughs> um yeah so yeah i mean there's a rich tradition of christians that take the stuff to heart and try to apl- apply it on a political level but there's also other christians that take it to heart and just become social conservatives and um hate wearing masks so you know it's uh you choose your poison i don't fucking know mm-hmm <laughs> It seems like kind of like you're uh, you're testing the Lord your God when you wear those anti-mask masks. Seems yeah. kind of directly what they're what they're getting out there. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like uh, not wearing a mask because you think God will protect you is the equivalent of snake handling. You know, it's just in the modern era. It's mm-hmm. like I'm yeah. not scared because it's God. a bastardization of of like some really cool shit. You know, would have equated to um, uh, social uh, protesting and and um, you know some daring reform measures in the face of absolute oppression and yeah. uh, violent totalitarianism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now it's just like I'm gonna show you that I don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, our like what where are you getting that like are you claiming that like you're not following the law of the land or something it's like yeah i'm not following the law of the land i was like well i mean like the president of the united states doesn't really wear a mask either so like technically he's endorsing the whole like not what mask wearing thing so would you want to like do the opposite of that I, like, I don't yeah know. but he's i like him i like him though like i big government's bad but trump's really cool <laughs> 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 yep yeah, I hate I hate our entire society. Let's get on the same fucking page. Yeah, our whole society hate, is pretty much fucked right now. I um, hate every aspect of it. Everyone is just out to sea without a captain. Doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, those uh, uh, those police officers dressed in unmarked military uniforms. I think they know what's going on. I always talk about in Portland. Yeah, nabbing folks. They're, they're snatching them up off the street, putting them in the vans. You're coming with me. God. It's pretty, uh, it's some sketch shit. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it uh, doesn't get more sketchy than that. 
Yeah, isn't that like the the blown out dramatic example of what a, a totalitarian dictatorship looks like? Pretty like much. It's, it's like the people running around just getting black bagged. Yeah. Like especially especially explicitly political dissidents. Yep. <laughs> Protesters are getting black bagged. <laughs> but the Department of Homeland Security. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> It um, it's amazing. It's not good. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, at least they're um, it, it, at least they're they're showing back up in order to tell their story. I, I think that uh, this is at least a few degrees better. A few degrees better. It's a lot better than now that you can compare events throughout history. But uh, what happened in uh, was it Argentina? I think that uh, that dealt with um, a rounding up of social dissidents. Well, I mean, there there are a lot of countries that over the course of the last fifty odd years uh -huh. that have dealt with the black bagging of political dissidents who were yeah. ultimately never seen or heard from again. Yeah, like yeah, they, they I just get... they just disappear, and then they they'll like uh, leave monuments at the last place they were heard of. Um, in order to memorialize, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, who they, who they were, because now they're just gone. They just disappeared. Mm -hmm. There's, uh, I, I can't imagine that they would have just such an absolute power to be able to, um, you know, mark them out from public, public record or something as extreme as that. Have, have you ever heard of any instances in which they've, they've just been totally wiped out? Wait, like someone disappeared, and it's just like, no, that social security number never existed. Yeah, there's the yeah, no, no that. social security, no, no, no birth certificates. Like those are obvious forgeries. Like, are are you, are you trying to show us forged documents? Because that's grounds for being black bag. <laughs> no, we haven't hit Fuck. that yet, fortunately. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a little more trouble than it's worth. Is you just yeah. basically just uh just threaten folks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> These are some pretty grim photos. Shit. Which photos are you looking at? Just like these guys that are standing in front of these smoke screens. It's a whole oh, bunch yeah. of a uh, whole bunch of guys with gas masks and uh, we call them molly molly vests that have all the, the all the, the bullets and shit. So many pockets. So many pockets. <laughs> what do you think they got in those pockets? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just a. Uh, you know, Pocket just space. extra, extra space for their chocolate chip cookies. You know, they just like putting a bunch of mashed up chocolate chip cookies in their pockets. Because <laughs> what else do you keep in there? Yeah, that's what I keep in my pockets. Zip ties, non-lethal <laughs> rubber bullets. <laughs> Air quotes. Non Air quotes, non-lethal. Definitely lethal if you hit somebody in the eye. <laughs> yeah, like pretty much. Yeah, definitely lethal if you hit somebody in the throat. Uh, there's a <laughs> couple of spots, actually. Uh, less than lethal. <laughs> Not guaranteed to make your head explode as soon as it touches you. <laughs> yeah, it's mm -hmm. just... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's alarming uh, when uh, um, these kinds of events happen, but it's not like... This kind of stuff has never happened before. I mean, we've had the um, national 
uh, guard and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, kill people at Kent State College, and then I can't remember, it was another college as well, like in the same year. Vietnam protests? Yeah, for Vietnam protests and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's not like this has never happened before. Um, yeah. And, and then more recently we had... Um, Oh, I can't even think of names right now. A Louisville guy killed by the fucking National Guard um, when they installed a curfew. So, I mean, obviously it's Yeah, we bad. talked about him a couple episodes back. Yeah. Uh, David McAtee, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, so, it, this is just, I guess, an escalation in these things. Uh, I mean, <laughs> devil's advocate... Is it better to be black bagged by the DHS and taken to a non-disclosed location or get shot by the National Guard? I don't know. Is both bad? Yeah, it's both pretty bad. <laughs> uh, but if I was to have to choose one or the other, I would think getting shot in public. Yeah, would, I guess I'll be go with better. being black bagged. <laughs> yeah, getting black. I'll take a black sucks. bagging, please. Because they're. I'll t- yeah, I'll one take a black, black bag. bagging with a side of not being killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> am I okay? So am I guaranteed to die if I get black bagged? No. Okay. That's what I'm saying. The black bagging is is you get taken to some random place and get mm-hmm. questioned, and then you get dropped some other random place. Do they... Or a national guard, you you die. I mean, are they gonna like sit me down in like a wicker chair that has the bottom cut out of it or anything like that? Probably. Oh god damn it. Um, it's just there to freak me out there, right? They're not going to make me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, might flick your balls a couple times, but that's it. Oh, man. This is the, it's the worst. It'll flick a little tap. <laughs> Who are you working for? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Who are you working for? <laughs> uh, this is a protester. <laughs> Step in line, protester. <laughs> yeah. Uh, getting shot in the street, though. That, uh... It at least can make you into a martyr. I mean, it depends on what they shoot you with, though. I'm seeing a lot of folks that are getting shot with these non-lethal rounds, and they have some pretty nasty-ass welts, but it doesn't really help to quell the opposition to what those folks are doing. They're still viewed as rioters or looters or terrorists or or uh, anti-fascist sympathizers who have been denoted as being in the wrong so it doesn't really matter what happens in public i mean they could quite literally be executed just summarily executed and there are still segments of our populace maybe you know hesitate to say large segments of our populace but a good number of people that would accept that as being okay yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean that's i mean that's why we're here in the first place right with the whole anti-police brutality protests is that we've the large segments of the population have deemed it okay that police officers can be a law jury and executioner and that no matter what the facts are if you die under the custody of the police then you did something wrong and you should have just listened and complied better like no like no matter no matter what other evidence there is to the contrary like that that is that is the sum result that it that no matter it's like no matter what information you feed into the machine mm-hmm. if you die under the custody of police then you did something wrong it was your fault mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of that probably comes from a feedback loop that we get from the police officers. There's no, there's no um, failsafe for transparency. Yeah. And I don't know where we developed. I don't know where we developed that kind of. Um, I mean, it's it, it's it's bad. It's it's maladaptive uh, that we as a society have to have this overt privacy in, in everything that we do. Uh, and, and I think it's something more often than not, it's conflated with personal information that could be used to hurt us. Uh, like, you know, say, uh, uh, um, the evidence of preexisting conditions when obtaining medical insurance. Uh, but when it comes to something like, um, your finances, if you're running a large company, you know, we'll claim that it will give our competitors an ability to compete more effectively with whatever kind of financial secrets we're holding or, or in the instance of the police, um, you know, if, if we're just airing out all of this, all this information to the public, that the public is going to be more, um, you know, they, they will more easily manipulate uh, the way in which the police is going to behave, uh, and thus we have to keep these kinds of things secret for the benefit of the people that are uh, are are growing a hedge around those those informational items. Uh, I don't know. So long-winded way of saying that uh, you know they they don't want to show it because they don't want to. It's it's not, it's obviously not in their benefit to do so. Well, yeah, I mean, and whenever the police department does something wrong, they're the ones that investigate themselves. Like, there's no fucking transparency or fucking accountability of some other third party, non biased organization to look into what they're doing. Uh, yeah, and so I mean, when you give a place a monopoly on violence with no fucking accountability, you get what we fucking get. You know, I mean, we, we should expect no less. Uh, I mean, police departments are there to fucking terrorize poor uh, demographics of, of cities that have don't have the material means to de- defend themselves in court and otherwise. So, uh, yeah, that's all there is to it. Is it that simple? Like, I, 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 like... Yeah. It pretty much <sighs> based on based on my own uh, personal findings of uh, police to, of police officers that have come out post um, being a police officer and owned up to the shittiness of the organization and how they're funded and how they're meant to meet quotas and when you create a system of broken window policies of trying to meet quotas you're not allowed to go and pat down the fucking rich white lady that got cocaine on her in the rich side of town and you you you're in order to meet those numbers you go to the places where you're allowed to infringe on people's rights where it's become societally accepted that you're just going to pull over fucking poor people of color or white people that happen to live in those areas that um you know like to smoke weed Hmm. Yeah, wait, like it, it it's like a, a feed the system kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that's what happens when you're not based on decreasing uh, crime in a city. You're based on meeting quotas. Mm-hmm. You, you make shit up. You know who the easy targets are. You're like you're just a fucking bully in a school system 
that you know who you can pick on and who you can't because who can't fight back from a legal standpoint based on their lack of material wealth. Mm-hmm. I, That's all there is to it. It doesn't. Yeah. N- none it, of that it's a path seems of, unlikely. It's, it's, it's literally just a path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I would equate it to jobs that I'm sure we've, we've both been in, uh, in this position before. There are a good many days at our jobs where it seems as though there is less than a sufficient amount of work to keep us busy. So in yeah. essence, we are given the choice of making work. Exactly. Yeah, we, we can make work for ourselves uh, or we can just sit there and literally do nothing. And if that's the case, then, you know, maybe our managers will, will you know, make the obvious claim. Hey, this person's not doing anything so that we can effectively fire them or tell them to go home or yada, yada, yada. Exactly. So when when uh, when there's nothing to do. You know, make your own work. And if you recognize that your numbers are going to be cut because nobody is committing enough crimes or you're not witnessing enough people cr- committing crimes, exactly. yeah, go to the areas where you think that you're going to be most easily be able to stigmatize folks and just start nabbing people. Um, exactly. And in the in the instance that you know that you're well in a, in a in a more complex position like what's going on in Oregon, if you know that you are going to be supported by uh, uh, high-ranking political officials, then why not just start throwing people in vans and driving off with them? Well, I mean, I'm sure they were explicitly told by high-ranking officials to do that. And just to reference, yeah. if anyone wants to backtrack, the claims I've made is uh, Michael Wood Jr. is the ex-Baltimore Police Department person that it owns up to how the system works uh, before leaving the Baltimore Police Department um, and how you just go on easy prey, which is t- typically... Uh, poor black and brown neighborhoods, but mm-hmm. I'm sure in any c- 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 city, regardless of racial dynamics, it's going to be generally just poor areas, regardless of race. A, a pretty pretty common thing that I hear when I discuss these types of issues with conservatives is that you can change things independently um, by uh, you know volunteering by donating to charities or, uh, you know, various other measures on an independent front, the the whole like Jordan Peterson, like clean your own room thing. Uh, and of course we know that a a lot of these issues are not going to be fixed unless you do something a little bit more apparent, but in the instance that say you are trying to positively affect your local community, is there a way to do that immediately without, uh, I mean like protesting, I'm sure it could be good if it's on a large enough scale, but even then it might just attract negative attention like what's going on in Oregon. Are there any solutions outside of this thing just imploding naturally over time? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, even if, I mean, we I mean, we saw Chaz got taken down in Seattle, but I also heard recently that the police department in Seattle is getting cut by 50%. So, I mean, to call Chaz, like, a, or Chop, whatever you want to call it, a, a colossal failure. I mean, there are positive outcomes that have happened in, uh, let's say, in just a small enough example as Seattle that we can't necessarily own up completely to Chaz slash Chop, but maybe in part due to it. So, I mean, I, uh, I mean, I think in general doing something's better than doing nothing. And uh, I'm not here to tell people what the best uh, solution is. I, I, I have no idea. Complacency in whatever happening insert horrible feedback 
don't react to it, more horrible feedback will continue. It, it's uh, even if you air quotes gather negative attention, at least I don't know whatever fucking powers that be realizes that when you when you uh, do the X, this other thing happens. As opposed to you do X, nothing happens. Cool, we can keep doing X. <laughs> So when X happens, if nothing happened in response to that, nothing good could come from that horrible X mm-hmm. factor. George Floyd. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'm yeah. just saying that if there's no protest or no agitation from that, you're not going to get any results. Like it's not you're not just going to like magically get police departments to fund it or anything else. From nothing happening, mm-hmm. from just living your day, feeding the machine. Doesn't I mean based on based on this um, uh, this assessment, wouldn't you also have to ensure that the the numbers that you're plugging in for your algorithm are in the correct locations? Uh, you know, effectively, that you're blaming what this response on uh, something like. Um, someone being extrajudicially killed instead yeah. of a international pandemic. Of course, you know, both of those are exacerbating issues for one or the other, but in the instance that people are not able to socialize how they normally would be, or in the instance that people are getting killed by police uh, brutality uh, mm-hmm. or incorrect handling procedures or whatever, um, who's to say that that one of these things is more at the fault than the other or that one of or both of these things are at more or less of the fault than uh, a system that effectively makes either of these things possible or exacerbates either of them and, and you know it's not yeah. as simple just to say like oh you know like you know we can put each of these things in a vacuum and we can create a hierarchy of just how bad all these things are and just what we need to do in order to um, ensure that we have the appropriate amount of change in the right capacity directed towards the right bad situations. Right. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I mean, obviously I have specific things that I think people should be harping on and like demanding in response to horrible things happening. But at the same time, I don't think you always get to choose what, well, what mobilizes people, right? It's kind of, it's a time and setting thing. Everything is uh, based upon material conditions. Haha, ha, there's some marks for you, you hug. But uh, <laughs> so, you know, you've got to deal with whatever material conditions you have at any particular moment. So if you're like some raging fucking commie lefty, and there's like no one in the street screaming about being a commie lefty, but then all of a sudden out of nowhere, there's a bunch of people that are outraged about police brutality in the street. It's like, well, this isn't necessarily the specific like thing that I wanted to be protesting for, but it's the thing that has the momentum at the moment. It's the bandwagon and, and defunding the police is, would be positive to achieving these other goals and things that I want to achieve and is better than not defunding the police. So perhaps I can go and bandwagon with this and uh, try to destabilize this awful institution that I don't like in hopes that there will be continued, I don't know, movements for other things in the future. I mean, I think it's kind of like a thing of like picking your battles and seeing where the momentum is at any particular time and hoping that the energy is directed in such a way to 
create um, positive outputs. Mm -hmm. And if the if uh, the the national um, administration is trying to black bag people as, in response to what these protests are supposedly doing or accomplishing or attempting to accomplish even uh they're only bolstering it exactly like that that's like the thing is it's like if anything they're like re they're putting lighter fluid on the fire by doing mm -hmm. this and fortunately i mean it is being covered by the media it's not like it's like a crazy conspiracy of like you and me talking about like, isn't it crazy how they're black bagging people in Portland and like no one's talking about it. And you and I just have to like wonder whether or not we're going insane when we watch these videos online of it happening. I mean, major outlets are talking about it and the, the department of Homeland security themselves are tweeting on Twitter or whatever the fuck they're doing, trying to justify what they're doing. So it's like, okay, we have someone admitting they're doing it. And we have major outlets talking about how it's bad. You know, this is good. <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it, like, I, I feel like just, I, I'm not saying it's good that it's happening, but I'm saying it's good that major outlets are admitting that it's happening and the department that's responsible for it is admitting that it's happening. It's a totally different situation from it being you and I seeing videos on Twitter and the news acting it's like zipping their lips and not talking about it and us having no idea what fucking department's responsible for this. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's yeah. it's kind of it's kind of like a yardstick uh to to note that there is some kind of change. Uh whether it's difficult to note exactly how it's doing that. Um yeah. at the very least we know that there's an effect. Is is that yeah. kind of what you're saying? Yeah, well, like, there's an effect, and also that it's not just, like, completely going under the radar. Because, I mean, there's tons of, like, spook shit, like, the CIA and, like, other, like, mm -hmm. organizations, like, do mm -hmm. that, like, isn't reported on in the mainstream press and criticized, right? And uh, so just by the effect that the mainstream press is, I mean, it, I mean, it's being used cynically by you know, liberal establishment news like MSNBC and CNN and otherwise to be like Trump bad Trump using DHS. But regardless, I mean, it's good that it's being publicized and being put in like the public minds of everybody that this is a thing that's happening and it's bad and we can criticize it and we can mobilize against it. And it's going to put a fire under like people out of arguing protesting's ass to like to be to continue doing this stuff where let's say alternates, even worse reality, no establishment news is talking about it, Fox, MSNBC, otherwise. It's it's happening in secret. We don't know what organizations behind it, DHS or otherwise. People are just getting nabbed by God knows who the fuck who, going God knows who the fuck where, and no one's talking about it. You and I have to be talking to each other over Skype, wondering if we're going fucking insane, the, the fact we're watching this fucking play out in goddamn Twitterverse without knowing who the fuck is responsible and without any major news source validating our criticisms that this is a horrible thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it, it's, just, it's just a volume in numbers 
of like how it's being loudspeakered and how many people can be outraged that it's a thing and whether or not you and I have to question our sanity of the legitimacy of the videos that we're watching if we're actually if we can trust our own lying eyes kind of situation if that makes sense so like like I think like in the in this in the second scenario it's a lot more spookier of just like holy shit like this awful horrible things happening and no one's fucking reporting on it mm-hmm. like who knows like how much more widespread this horrible awful thing is uh, you know if, if that makes sense yeah uh, I, it, it it it's it's it feels surreal what if yeah, we were to I mean, wake even, up tomorrow? Even, given the circumstance, it feels surreal now, but at least mm-hmm. it's like, it's out there. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 out there. I mean, it, now more people are aware of it. Uh, it it yeah. and it is hard to believe. It it, it really is ridiculous. It, it's just been so, um, it, it's it's been, uh, presented to us from a fictional standpoint. Uh, at least in in the era in which we grew up, uh, and we haven't had to deal with it in our home country to the degree that we understand it, to the degree that we realize yeah. that it's happening. Yeah. Um, you know, out, outside of individuals who were already so heavily stigmatized that they were getting uh, what is effectively black bag as as homeless individuals because they they didn't have a red cent to their name that they could resist something mm-hmm. like that. And now we're experiencing it in a time of turmoil, uh, in a time of great change in, in the United States that yeah. uh, is probably not something that – at least I can't think of anything over the course of my life. I, I was aware of the, the – you know when the 2008 um, uh, housing crash uh, went down, uh, it, I, I was relatively insulated from it. I'm trying to think of some other big events that happened in our lifespan. I, well, I was, I mean, I was born in 91. So, um, I mean the, the, the fall of the USSR. Um, but as far as like big events that are happening in our lifetime, like I, I'm, it's going to be pretty tough to beat 2020, man. <laughs> like, I mean, especially if this exacerbates any more than it already has. We've had a lot. We've had, you know, 9-11, the Iraq War, uh, Afghanistan War, uh, 08 Crisis. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a hell of a time. If you slowly turn up the heat in a pot of boiling water, you could boil a frog before he jumps out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's kind of – like if I was to hear about this without any anything else that was going on around me. Uh, this would be uh, enough of a red flag that I would be flipping the fuck out. Uh, that it did to the point that I, I certainly wouldn't be uh, considering settling down in any location. That I certainly wouldn't be, uh, you know, trying to work towards, uh, it, you know, improving myself through uh, uh, through seeking additional certifications or education or any, anything of that matter. Basically, anything other than preparing for some type of war. Preparing for some type of uh, massive conflict that was going to uh, erupt on the eve of uh, individuals in the United States being uh, being extrajudicially killed or black bagged. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't see this ending well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I think given the. Um, with my scenario of it not being reported on versus being reported on, I feel like given like the extreme negative press it's 
been given so far, even though it's being currently defended by the head of the DHS. I'm, I would like to think that just based on the fact that Trump wants to get to reelected, that in the negative attention it's gotten so far, that I don't foresee it happening a ton more in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also why I gave the uh, scenario that I gave, because if it wasn't being reported on, I could see it escalating more than I think it will based on the negative news attention it's currently gotten. But at the same time, I'm not a fortune teller, so I don't know. But given the negative press that it's gotten, like, I mean, yeah, I think it's super alarming. I think it's bad. And obviously I don't like it. And uh, I don't want it to happen more in the future. But I'm, I'm due to the fact that it has gotten negative media attention and it's in the ether that is our society that I, I, I have a feeling I would like to think that it won't continue, but I don't know. Well, let's hope not. Um, yeah. let, let's imagine a situation. You're walking down the street, right? You're, you're, you're walking your doggo and coming towards you is one of your neighbors, you know, somebody that you're relatively familiar with and they wave at you and you know, you wave back if you're not a dick. I mean, you got to wave back, right? You know, it's like, Hey, yeah. how's it going? And then all of a sudden, uh, this this white van comes out of nowhere and just like takes that person and throws them in the back and you know there's a little bit of a struggle you know they maybe they're saying help whatever and then they just drive off yeah. so w- how how would you react to that situation I mean, like, I mean I, given the fact that like so I guess I got a video recording you could rip you could whip out your phone Facebook live yeah whip out the phone Facebook live like check out what's happened to this guy. Uh, or girl or whoever that's getting black bagged right now. Mm-hmm. Like they're getting thrown into this van. <laughs> and you just try to put it on loudspeaker so that people can hopefully hear it. Talk about it on the podcast. Talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> the only people who are going to be all woke as fuck are uh, the folks listening to the podcast. So just tune in if you want to know about all the people that are getting black bagged in Jimmy's the, neighborhood. <laughs> the vanguards of our society, the podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> keeping it keeping it real. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, as of now, the people being black bagged are people that are protesting. So I'm not saying it's like completely out of like the imagination that it couldn't happen to other people. But as of right now, that's that's who it's happening to. Have you protested? No, I'm fucking I'm hiding from the COVID, man. Like, I don't care what the doctor said that it's what what they say. It's more of a like there was like X number of doctors that signed some documents saying it was more of a health crisis. Mm-hmm. that the police are murdering folks then like covid is a thing whatever but like I, I can't be doing that uh at what point would you change your mind uh is there anything that could there probably is but we haven't hit i i don't know yeah but we haven't hit it yet i haven't i has, it hasn't hit it yet it hasn't hit it hasn't hit, I don't know, it probably have to be like some tanks rolling down the street level shit. Oh, damn. Yeah. I mean, if yeah, if there were tanks rolling down the street. Um, <laughs> there, there's like a literal war zone out in front of your house. Yeah. It, it would have to be the, um, there's no uh, going back. I'm better dead than living in whatever we have situation. Man. 
they the I feel like the conservative establishment could not have picked a a, a better time to be doing ridiculous shit. Like, you know, live it up. Like, it's going to be, this is no, going to be the hardest that people no, are ever going to have. It's Darwinism. Just fucking get rid of yourselves. See if mm-hmm. I give a shit. Uh, wait, 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 what? <laughs> Darwinism. It's social Darwinism. If you're wear, if you're choosing not to wear a mask, you're just removing yourself from the gene pool and I don't give a fuck. Go fuck yourself. Oh, I'm I'm talking about all the like subversive bullshit that's going on in the upper echelons of our government amidst um, a time that is especially difficult for people to organize and protest. Oh, it's like it's handed to them on a silver platter. Like, hey, when life gives you pandemic, you push through the Care Act and subsidize all your business buddies or whatever. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, how can we turn this frown upside down? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's yeah, I mean, it's not any different than 08. It's just 08 2.0. Yeah. What if what if we went like like real conspiracy and <laughs> a guy that killed George Floyd was doing so at the behest of of some government official? Well, I mean, if we want to go real conspiracy, the judge. That is the head of overseeing the Deutsche Bank connections to Epstein. Uh, this past week, a man dressed as a UPS driver. Oh yeah. Went he to her to house, house, murdered her husband and I believe daughter, but she was in the basement at the time, and he left the scene and then suicided himself. So if you want to talk about some conspiracy shit, whoa, that's some fucking conspiracy shit. And suicided himself afterwards. Yeah. Jeez. Can't be questioned. That's gross. Yeah, don't we? Have, we don't know. I don't know. I guess he just hated judges that connected to fucking Epstein. Who knew? And Deutsche Bank. Because Deutsche Bank's never done anything shady ever. I'm sure. Of course mm-hmm. not. Banks don't do shady stuff. They yeah, banks are all good. Yeah. Super awesome. Yeah, and and they caught Jislaine uh, Maxwell, so um, we'll have to see um, if she Ooh. has a pension for suiciding. Uh, she might. You know, she she, might, she, she seems might like recently, the type. Yeah, might have recently picked up the hobby of suiciding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all the rage these days. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah when you're in jail, about to go up for charges in anything related to Epstein. I hear that there's a strong correlation between Epstein and suicide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just a cop in there is like, bang! It's like, no wait, don't kill yourself. <laughs> oh damn it! We shot him in the back of the head. It's so hard to suicide yourself in the back of the head. Yeah, <laughs> we fucked up. Damn it, Johnny, you fucking idiot. Idiot. It's not how you were trained to suicide people. (sighs) Bummer, dude. Comedy's hard to come by these days. Nothing's funny. Yeah, nothing's funny. Everything sucks. (sighs) Unless it's kind of funny. Six eBay executives and employees charged with sending threats, bloody pig masks, to natic couple 
not just employees, but employees and executives facing so federal charges for allegedly cyber-stalking a campaign against a Natick couple they believed was critical of the company in an online e-commerce newsletter. Like, talk about being fucking petty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the uh, surviving the loss of a spouse. That's that's pretty ridiculous. It's quite on the nose. Right, so they send them a book called "Surviving the Loss of a Spouse." Yep. Yeah, they, they so, said... so like implying that they were going to kill their spouse. Yeah. Yep. Like, you're a goddamn executive of a big ass company, aka eBay. Like, how? Why do you? How do you have the free time to just like fuck with people? <laughs> why? It's yeah. It's almost like the owners of these big corporations can just do random ass shit. Like, like and, it just. Uh, it's just so petty and like pointless. Okay, here we got a statement here. These deliveries included fly larvae, live spiders, a box of live cockroaches, a sympathy wreath on the occasion of the death of a loved one, a book of advice on how to survive the death of a spouse, pornography mailed to their next door neighbors, but in the couple's names. That's that's pretty nifty. That's, that's fucked a good one. up. It's like okay, we'll send to the neighbors. But we'll put their names on it. That way they'll think they're, like, freaky. Um, what, what else we got here? Halloween the, mask featuring the face pig, of a bloody pig. Yep. A pig fetus. God damn it. Wait, oh, it, wait, that wasn't sent. Yeah, they, 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 uh, there was an inquiry by the supplier. Like, this they're is like, going to be for, like, dissection in a middle school, right? And they're like, uh, you know. definitely not sending it to this person. I'm trying to scare <laughs> Like we're not sending it to you, man. <laughs> no, no, we're not gonna do that. This is like it, it just seems too nutty to be real. Okay, on August eighteenth, just after midnight, the eBay employees allegedly posted a classified ad on Craigslist claiming to be from the Natick couple, inviting singles, couples, and swingers to their house to party after ten p.m. every night. So every night, people were advised to go to their house saying they were a freaky couple that were looking to hook up with single people, couples, and swingers. So, like, random freaks. Not freaks. We're not yum yuckers, but you know what I mean. <laughs> random people with, like, full-gauge shotgun-sized boners <laughs> were going to their house, cocked and loaded, ready to go, horny, raring up, being like, is this where the fuck's happening? And they're like, no. We're trying to go to sleep. Go away, please. For the love of God, stop knocking. And it's like eventually you just have to like put like a post-it note on their front door. We are not looking for unsolicited sex. Please go away. Please. please. Yeah, leave us alone. That's all you need. Please. For the love of God, we're trying to sleep. Do not knock after 10 p.m. Mm. Oh, okay, here we go. Here's another statement. For a while, they succeeded psychologically devastating these victims for weeks, Leiling said. The result, as alleged in the complaint, was a systematic campaign fueled by the resources of a Fortune 500 company. Once again, you guys got too much money. What the fuck is wrong with you? To emotionally and psychologically terrorize these middle-aged, dismissal-aged couple, Natick, 
with the goal of deterring them from writing bad things online about eBay. If anything, like you've just put me on like a fucking like crusade to destroy eBay. Like, and I'm and I'm disgusted with myself because I've recently have been trying not to buy stuff off fucking Amazon because Jeff Bezos is a piece of shit, and he recently broke a record for increasing in value in one day by 13 billion dollars like these things like we're in the midst of a fucking depression and these fucking freaks jeff bezos included are able to well everyone else is suffering don't know how they're going to pay the rent at the end of this month where it's fucking 23rd as i'm speaking don't know how they're going to like pay for their kids food x y and z they got bills they cannot pay them the government's not doing fucking shit the extra six hundred dollars and fucking relief from the government's fucking ending this week or has already ended and this goddamn fucking monster from hell jeff bezos broke the record for increasing his value by 13 billion fucking dollars at the same exact time fuck this shit it's amazing it's quite impressive Wow. Uh, we should all be more like that. Uh, that that's ultimately what is going to allow us to interact with our society more effectively. Uh, so we should all strive to be more like Bezos. Uh, WWBD, I guess. That would be a little wristband. What would um, Bezos do? Yeah. Worship at the altar of one of the greatest capitalist priests that's ever lived. It's pretty awesome. Mm. What a guy. What a guy. It's just, yeah. Mm. I don't know. It's just, mm. yeah. It's it's disgusting that Bezos is so rich, and it's just so weird that these freaks from eBay would go so far out of their way to make someone's life terrible. Mm-hmm. It's just, why? <laughs> it's just like, it's just like, uh, what? I don't understand. I really do think the whole Craigslist ad of the asking for freaky people after 10 p.m. to, like, come and hang out, like, I think that's really the icing on the cake. Like, all the other stuff is, like, fuck up and psychologically fucked up, but, mm-hmm. but like, in order to, like, make horny dudes come knock on your door any time after 10 p.m., I mean, that's just that's just complete fuckery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that but, is peak yeah. fuckery right there. You know exactly what they're doing. Um, or you're sending around, uh, like, pornography with your name on it um especially considering what what, what it might contain um I, you know it, general defamation and uh well i don't know is it is that even libel like what what would that be considered i i i don't know i'm not a lawyer i'm not a lawyer person i, I just know it's bad yeah they did a bad thing yeah it's ridiculous and it doesn't even look like the CEO is going to be uh, is going to be prosecuted in any way. Like was, it, just, was a CEO involved, or was it just other executives in the company? Well, it said part of the investigation included what role the former CEO Devin Winnig may have had in the incident. Oh, so the former CEO may have been involved, but ducked out before. Yeah. Facing legal charges, so for all we know, <laughs> this could have been done at the behest of the previous CEO. We have no fucking right. clue. Nice. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know when when you don't uh, when you have no other tools at your disposal except for 
500 pieces of bloody Halloween pig mask, then you, you got to utilize them to your best benefit, you know? Get yeah, get I your mean, get your vengeance on. When you have the full force of eBay, like who knows what you could mail to somebody. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I mean, you have all kinds of stuff. I, I bet you could like mail them like a soul in a jar and then it would like inhabit their home. You could do all kinds of cool stuff and you're wasting your time with these cheap ass pig masks. Like how to survive the loss of a loved one. Haha, <laughs> Tee, we're talking about murder. <laughs> you hook murder. Dur-ka-dur. I'll, I'll do it again. Murder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, have you ever heard of Earthlings? The 2005 Joaquin Phoenix movie? That, okay. I'm surprised you, like, I, wow. Okay, like, I recently ran across it. Because the only reason why I ran across it, I don't even know how I ran across it, but I found out recently that Joaquin Phoenix did the the voice over for that documentary series. I believe it was a documentary series. I haven't watched it. And um, did you watch? Because uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix got a, um, I can't remember if it was a Grammy or Golden Globe. They're the same fucking thing to me. He got one um, this year for his work on the Joker movie. Did you see his acceptance speech? No, I didn't. It is the most incoherent mess of words to come out of someone's mouth uh, next to Kanye, because Kanye takes a cake for that. He always wins. But, like, next to that would be Joaquin Phoenix. Like, he just starts, because I think it was the Emmys. I don't know. Where I think they did, like, a whole, like, everything was plant-based. So there was, like, no meat on the premises for, like, the food that the ass, rich-ass actors, like, ate and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And jo- uh, Joaquin Phoenix was talking about how that was a good thing. And then he was talking about how actors don't need as much stuff and how you don't have to buy a new suit for every golden globe enemy event and this talked about how we enslaved the animals and how it's bad but it was like so incoherent you couldn't see where the dots were connected right it wasn't your traditional of like i want to thank my mom and my dad and the other person that helped me the one time it was just this Mm -hmm combobulated mess of just animals treated bad you don't need to drink the milk don't buy the other suit you're going to do okay we can do better don't fly the jet kind of thing and um but then after realizing that he did the voiceover for the earthlings movies and the documentary series it's like oh i see i see where he got those ideas from he was trying to remember what the earthlings movies was about after receiving this award got it but uh no i haven't seen it what would you want to talk about it <laughs> No, I, I I think I've I think I've heard him public speak before. And Joaquin Phoenix does have like a really weird kind of canter, and he seems to have gotten increasingly worse. I have no idea how he's a goddamn fucking Hollywood actor. Like he like he like oh, I, I didn't really watch a lot of Joaquin Phoenix stuff. I think the, the the thing where he stands out the most for me is like the Joker movie where he's like this socially awkward weirdo. But seeing him public speak, it's like, you're not that much far off from that. Like, you didn't have to do a very far stretch to do the Joker, did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he was just that. That's actually normal Joaquin Phoenix with face paint. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, you're, that's just where you're operating at of just, like, kind of mumbling into the microphone and not making eye contact and just, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. I guess people are just interested in that sort of thing. I, I don't know. Um, Anyways, uh, Earthlings. So this movie was 
recommended by uh, Volodymyr Zelensky. Pretty cool. Yeah, Who's that? Oh, that would be the president of Ukraine. No, it's he, uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, he recommended uh, Earthlings over Facebook in order, in order to, uh, in order to end the hours-long standoff where a 44-year-old Maxim Kirvosh seized a yes. bus and took a bunch of people hostage and forced the president to recommend the movie. Yeah. Thirteen yeah, this hostages. Is, this is psycho fuel. This yeah. guy took thirteen hostages and was like, "I will not allow these thirteen hostages out without harm unless the president of the Ukraine recommends the movie Earthlings." Yeah. And hey, they got hey. He was an honest hostage hostage taking situation. Once mm-hmm. the president recommended the movie, he was like, "All right, we're cool." I have I have watched movies recommended on far less. I watched that fucking In the Shadows movie. So if I can watch that, I want to watch Earthlings. It's got to yeah, be I, good. Right. If someone's fucking taking hostages over trying to get people to watch it, mm-hmm. yeah. you know it's got to be good. I hope I get all radicalized and shit. I'm going to go take a bus hostage. <laughs> <laughs> if he can get 13, there aren't any I buses you, near I me. get though. at least 14. Yeah, I can get fourteen. Uh, I mean, I, I could take like a um, uh, some some doodly wheel big old pickup truck yeah, hostage. <laughs> what? Uh, there's no buses where where I live. <laughs> there's oh, just big it. ass oh. fucking trucks. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty much done for then. There's no there's no place to take hostage in Tennessee. Fuck this shit. Ah. Uh. But nonetheless, I'm gonna I'm gonna go watch it. I mean, it, it, that sounds like some good stuff. You watch it, and you come back and tell me what it says. Okay, well. Yeah, this is why I looked up the Earthlings movie. I couldn't remember why I looked it up, but yeah, it's because of this fucking article. I'm, I'm an idiot. Oh man. Oh, he wrote a 500-page manifesto and delivered an anti-government screed shortly before he boarded the bus. That's pretty cool. I mean, you know, he did his homework first. You know, that's all I'm asking for is that if you're going to put me in a hostage situation that you at least do your homework. You write a 500-page something. Like, don't just do it with gusto out out of, like, a whim to feel powerful. Like, I want you to put thought into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, put the, put the time in. You, you got to have some kind of ideology behind why you're putting my life at risk. That's right. We, we we deserve a higher class of of hostage taker people. Yeah. You know, we 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 need that upper echelon, high, you know, top shelf terrorist kind of guy. Yeah. So thanks for thanks for answering the call, Krivosh. Yeah. It's pretty cool of you. Animal yeah, rights activists, of course, spent nearly a decade in prison on fraud and weapons charges. Hmm. Worth. Yeah, and it's I mean, worth it because he's going to make true. you and me watch the Earthlings documentary, oh. so he's getting what he wanted, only because <laughs> no one was hurt. That's right, yeah, everybody got away just fine. Yeah, it's if someone was line. hurt, then it'd be like, damn it, now I can't watch it just on the basis that you murdered somebody to get me to watch it, that's not cool. Yeah, <laughs> lame dude. <laughs> Speaking of being an idiot, you can message us idiots. <laughs> At syndicempowerment at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you there. You can also like us on Facebook at Syndic Empowerment and send us a message. Or you can tweet at us on the Twitter at 
Cynic and Power, me one. We would love to hear from you. It would mean a lot to us. And to boot, if you, you, you idiot, dumb, mute motherfucker are listening to us through a listening app, please, for the love of God, please, for the love of God, please like and review the show. It helps other people find it. Yes. Yep. Helps us. Helps other people find it like you would find a loved one after they've been black bagged. Helps other people find it like you find your resolve in the loss of a loved one who may or may not have been black bagged. Helps you find it like your true calling, which might be to take a bus of 14 people hostage after you watch Earthlings. (laughs) 